middle of March of this year, 2019, I, I was fortunate enough to interact with a, a young man who had just recently been released from prison and his, his story definitely helped develop a little bit of my reasoning for wanting to do what I'm doing now by getting on this mic and starting a podcast to hopefully wake a few people up out there. I didn't engage with this young man with the intention of finding out why he was in jail. Uh, he sat down next to me at a little pub in Dallas and just normal pleasantries. Hey, how are you? How are you? Good. I mean, what's up? That kind of thing. And he started to go into, man, I'm so glad you know, today's a good day. I was like, that's great. Glad it's a good day. That then he proceeded to tell me that he had just been released from, from jail. Again, none of my business. I just said, well, man, I'm glad you're out. And you know, if, if you were innocent, then I hope that justice was served in that regard. And if God forbid you actually were guilty of what they said you did, then I hope you at least learned from it and you're better for it. And his answer, his answer shocked me because he said, and I quote, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of, kind of, I kind of, yeah, I, I learned a little bit. I learned a little bit. And that threw me back because that obviously said he was actually guilty of what he had been arrested for. Number one. And number two, that he was playing the victim card. Did I call him out on this? Absolutely not. That's not my place in any fashion at that point. I don't know anything about this guy. So he proceeded to tell me what happened because, again, it's not my place. I'm not going to ask. He told me that he had been arrested because some friends of his and he had broken into multiple cars and stolen either money or items from the car that they knew they could sell on the street or pawn. And I was obviously taken aback because openly admitting it, I, okay, I appreciate his honesty. Of course, the question kept going through my mind, why? And it's, it's none of my business. And he could see the why question all over my face. So he just started to explain it to me. He said, well, I needed money because I really want to get into the music career and, or music industry, forgive me. And, and start a career in music. And I just, I needed money for studio time. I needed money for, you know, some equipment of my own. I needed this. I needed that. And I said, Oh, okay. All right. So, so you needed the money and you chose to steal to get it. To which he looked at me with these eyes that said, man, you're automatically judging me. You're automatically judging me. And I flat out had to say, cause I could read it all over his face. I said, now listen, no judgment. I just, you're sharing and I'm asking. So what's going on? And he said, and I quote, I just don't want a job. And of course I'm sure my eyes were the size of basketballs at his answer. When he said, I just don't want a job because what that said to me is that he's trying to take a shortcut to get a quick fix 
to hopefully catapult his future career and endeavor. And he got caught. And thank God he got caught. Because hopefully this whole situation will actually end up waking this this young man up. I said, so you don't want a job, yet you want to get started in the music industry, which obviously is going to require money for at least studio time. He said, yeah, well, that's why we were breaking into cars. I was like, I, <laughs> I caught that part. Thanks. And I said, so why don't you want a job? He goes, I just don't, man. I want to work for myself. I said, okay, I get that. I get that. How else are you going to get the money for all of these things that you want to build and do? And he said, I don't know. I just, I just don't want a job. So, so we were stealing and we, of course we're going in circles at this point. So I asked him, I said, okay, well, you needed the money. You're not willing to get a job. Doesn't sound like your music career is really going to go anywhere. And then he had what I jokingly call the worst argument for socialism I've ever heard in my entire life without actually using that term where he said again, and I quote, well, man, it doesn't matter if I have the paper or if you have the paper referring to money. It's just, it's just paper. It doesn't matter who has it. It's, you know, it's just paper. And I dumbfounded said, okay, so it doesn't matter who has the paper yet you wanted the paper. He goes, well, yeah, because I needed to be in the studio recording. I said, okay, so it does matter who has the paper. He goes, well, I mean, not really. Of course, anybody that's listening to this, it doesn't make any sense that this kid is saying these things. And I said, okay, you're saying it doesn't matter who has the paper. Why do you want the paper? He said, well, because I want to build my career in music. Why do you want to build a career in music? He goes, well, because you know, it's what I'm passionate about. I said, that's a good thing. Okay, I'll give you that. He said, and, you know, I want to build a good life. I said, okay, well, what do you mean you want to build a good life? Well, I want to, I want to build a life, you know, where I can, you know, provide and I can be proud of. I said, okay, so you want more paper. You want more money. He goes, well, yeah, of course. I mean, I got to be able to pay for things if I want that life. I said, so paper does matter. And who has it definitely matters because you want it. So it matters to you, even though you're trying to tell me it doesn't matter. He didn't like that, of course. He started getting very defensive and said, well, no, it just, man, it doesn't matter. I just want it. So I paused for a second. He said, what, did I make you angry now? I said, no, you didn't make me angry. I'm just going to say something to you that I know is going to piss you off. And I said to him, you chose to steal from families and individuals that have legitimate, true needs because you have a self-serving, lazy want. That's the bottom line. That's all you did. And you didn't learn anything from it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be arguing with me about the fact that you were in the wrong. He turned, looked to the other side away from him, looked back and said, man, can we just can we just stop talking about this? I said, absolutely. I'm not the one who offered up all the information. That was you. So since you're so willing to offer up all this information about what you did, and then try to semantically justify it without actually owning the fact that you were wrong. That tells me that this conversation needed to happen and you were intended to sit next to me 
so that I could talk to you about these things. Like, yeah, man, whatever, maybe, maybe. I said, dude, listen, I don't know you. I don't think that you're necessarily a terrible human being. I do think that you got to get real with yourself. Because if you really want to get into music and you believe that you're talented enough to make something of yourself in music, don't do what a lot of other guys in the past have done and steal from others to fund that potential career. Because guess what? That shit's going to come back to haunt you. And that karma is going to come back to destroy the career that you will build and love if you're not careful. And you can take what I'm saying and actually use it. You can tell me to fuck off. Or you can just shrug your head at me and think, yeah, whatever, this this white guy doesn't know what he's talking about, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, based on me saying this white guy, I don't need to mention this young man's ethnicity because I don't believe that that's really a point that needs to be made as much as what he did in his mentality that he was approaching life with. We have a serious issue in our current society. And that is we all want to have a great life. Yet we want to deflect when we aren't the ones that are putting in the good, true, right work to make it happen. Have I been guilty of that in some regards when I was younger? Absolutely. I'm not going to deny that. I had to learn. And I would like to believe that I have learned at least some of those lessons as I have grown up. This young man was a reminder of the level of mental illness that is paramount in our society as a whole, where everybody wants to scream, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, while standing with their back to the mirror because they're afraid if they turn around, they're going to have to face all the shit they've done. That's why I'm starting this. There's got to be practical ways that are put out there to help people understand something's got to give and it's got to give in a positive way. Now, some people are going to listen to this initial episode and they're going to think that I'm being overtly negative, that I'm being hateful. They're going to call me names. They're going to say whatever. And some people are going to realize that, no, he's saying that there's a problem and what I'm going to try to do is at least give some semblance of a possible solution. Do I think I'm the smartest man on the planet? No, I know I'm not. I'm an idiot in most things. I would like to believe that I do see the forest for the trees in some areas, and those areas are pretty common to everybody in in our world. And through that conversation, it helped me formulate and understand even further that I believe we are missing three primary characteristics and traits in our daily lives that if we start functioning through, we will really start to be able to make some headway and change things here. First and foremost, humility. If you're not humble enough to recognize that you're not God's gift to everything, then the other two are never going to take root. 
So you have to be humble. You have to have humility. Number two, self-awareness. If you're not willing to look yourself in the mirror and see where you're falling short, not beat yourself up, you know, not, not become a self-loathing, false confidence, cocky, arrogant, you know what, just have the self-awareness to recognize and say, this is where I'm falling short. And then number three, personal accountability without justification and take accountability for those things that you're falling short in to then either look them dead in the eye and start figuring out how to fix them or find somebody who can help you figure out how to start fixing them without saying, but this, but that personal accountability without justification. Don't justify why you're falling short. Just recognize it and fix it. So one humility, two self-awareness, three personal accountability without justification. If we start implementing those day in and day out, waking up every single day and saying to yourself, I am going to operate and function within these three traits. I believe that a lot of what's going to be discussed on this podcast and a lot of things in society will start becoming easier to handle and deal with. And those people that are willing to look themselves in the mirror and say all of those things and recognize them and work through them, they're going to be the ones that will help us turn the tide and stop with all the bullshit that we see every day. So folks, if anybody listened to this and anybody thinks it's worth a damn, then I encourage you to listen to further episodes for a while. I'm going to have a a couple of guests and I really think that they're going to be able to bring some good points of view to the table that I might not have thought of because of my upbringing. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope, I hope you guys tune in. Welcome to this is why I drink. Have a good day.